who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. It is Friday the 13th. May the odds be ever in your favor. We're in the middle of November. Beards are growing. New franchises are here from Bravo. And people are more terrible than ever. Joining me in the studio today, Chelsea from the Oh No Bravo account. One of my favorite Bravo accounts. Hey girl, how you doing? I am doing good. I am happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. We have so much to talk about. Uh, Chelsea, what's new with you? What's going on? What are we talking about? I mean, I literally feel like I have spent the last 24 hours talking about Salt Lake City. I can't stop talking about it. It's an addiction at this point. It's so good. It's a brand new slate. It's a a brand new cast and they're making such a big impression. They have nothing to lose. So they're just going for it and we really appreciate it. We're going to get really deep into Salt Lake. So make sure to stay tuned till the end. But for now, I want to start with my first official nomination for Most Terrible. It's Larsa from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Well, she's not even part of the show, but she's desperately trying. Why she's (laughs) terrible, you ask? Well, because she's thirsty. She's playing like a whole Ray J thing. She's trying to say, I hit it first, and saying that she dated Tristan before Chloe. Chelsea, what do you think about this thirsty-ass mess, Larsa? I just, like, are we really going to fight over Tristan? Is that really the move? Like, of all things, do we want to be claiming that we hit it first with Tristan? I just don't really understand, like her level of thirst in the fact that like of all things to claim of all things to get the spotlight for i just probably wouldn't admit to that honestly she's the friend that always wants to be invited she's the friend that always wants to be on camera so i'm not trying to bag on her too much but larsa it is like very evident even benny drama on instagram it's so funny and it's always on point so it's like larsa you're terrible i'm sorry You can't do this whole Ray J, I hit it first, girl, because no one cares about Tristan. I just can't, I can't take it anymore, honestly. Whenever Tristan pops up, I want to nominate Tristan as like forever most terrible because he truly is. (laughs) Well, there is a category of people that are terrible every week, no matter what. And it's always Kanye. (laughs) It's always Donald Trump. So we can throw Tristan in there for (laughs) sure, girl. Thanks. Let's uh, move on to our next official nomination for Most Terrible. It's actually Tom from Vanderpump Rules because apparently the 90s are back and he has frosted hair. The tips are, it's a look. He just needs like a puka shell necklace and a Hawaiian shirt and he's like fully ready for the seventh grade dance. (laughs) I don't mind it. Like maybe I'm just, maybe I'm terrible. I kind of like it. Like I think it's much better than that weird, long, like purple stringy thing he had going that one season. I actually kind of agree with you only because he has always so much product in his hair. Mm. You can't run your fingers through it. It's very stiff. And in this photo on Instagram where he's premiering or showing off debuting the frosted tips, (laughs) he doesn't have any product. So he actually does look very sexy. Like you can run your fingers through his hair and, uh, you know, feel those frosted flakes. So um, (laughs) good for Tom. I call it the quarantine breakdown die job because we all went through this during uh, quarantine. He's just a little late to the game, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) boo-boo. Let's move on to Real Housewives of New Jersey. You guys, Teresa has a boyfriend and he's not Jewish. I mean, good for her. I'm happy for her that she has found love again. Apparently, he's 
he's got some tales of, he's got a torrid past. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. But I, then again, I don't know if Teresa's is known for her like great picking and partners. Absolutely. Like uh, I really thought she was going to do different this time. You know, she talked with Andy on the show about getting a Jewish guy. She wants a guy that's going to make a good husband. So I don't know, maybe we're judging too quickly, but yes, he does have a weird past. So uh, speaking of Teresa, God, she is so terribly delicious. She is in the category this week for Terribly Delicious, just based off her cameos. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, let's listen to the clip. Um, this is booked by your best friend, Rachel. And she told me you just had sex with your fiance's brother that had chlamydia. And the family knows that he had it and it's starting to look suspicious. They want me to tell you what I would do if I was in your shoes. First of all, I would go to the doctor, get medication, get myself good. And I think I would stay away from that family. <laughs> I'm going to go to the doctor, make sure you get yourself good. I'm just like, <laughs> she's so crazy. I mean, honestly, solid advice. You do need to go to the doctor. You need to get, get yourself good. And, you know, it sounds like that girl probably should stay away from that family. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm like, chlamydia? What is this? Southern Charmed all over again? Is Madison calling people out? Oh, my God. The other cameo that went viral where we learned that Ramona Singer poops herself during sex. Like, I love cameo. This, you know, cameos needs, they need to make a reality show about the cameos that take place on Bravo because it really is, it does show people's true colors and I'm living for it, honestly. I love it. I love it. You know, last week we talked about the Erica Jane breakout thing. Girl, she released her news on election day. Either really smart or really calculated, a little bit of everything, definitely terrible. So the news, the election, choosing the election day definitely was a move. And I couldn't tell the motive. It clearly was intentional, but I couldn't tell if she wanted it to be buried, but it kind of backfired because of how the election went down that by the end, we were also like drained on watching maps on television that we were like deep diving into it. So if she was trying to get it buried, then that was a bad move. But now there's these rumors about who she might be dating. We've spent like all week speculating. You know, they've been living separate lives for a long time, said this source. They've been living separate lives for a long time. But when quarantine hit, when COVID struck, they really had to, life is too short. Like we're in here, you know, cooped up. I want to get some young dick. I want to go out there and meet some <laughs> young guys. I'm a pop star or a wannabe one. Like I want to go out there and like, ride a young dick and have some good sex or something. I don't know. <laughs> she but wants to take that, that pat and that puss on the road. She's ready to, to hit the road with it. Pasadena puss wants to be out <laughs> in the West Hollywood. <laughs> Amen. Well, I, I found it so sad because I always did. Maybe I'm just an eternal optimist and just dumb, but I always did feel like they did have like real love in their scenes together. So it was sad to see, you know, they're just in different stages of their lives. And so hopefully it is amicable. They did the classic, like we remain very close and good friends. So I hope that's true. So I heard that Erica is fucking Scooter Braun, who is Justin Bieber's manager. People are saying it's about Scooter and that Scooter is in an open marriage with his wife, mm -hmm. who is beautiful. I looked her up on Google. To me, this just is like another power move. Like, yeah. this is her trying to be in the music business for real. Like, she's like a 
pretend pop star with Bravo TV, you know, right. doing the occasional Mykonos gay pride concert and Christina Aguilera's birthday party. That's all because we've seen her on Bravo. Like, is she right. getting booked like that? Like a real pop star? I mean, honestly, that's the move then. I heard they met at a sex club in LA. Um, I mean, if this is true, this is some scandalous, dirty ass shit. I could see Erica being all freaking hot dominatrix up, dressed mm-hmm. up, you know. She's in the Fenty Savage show. So my greatest wish is that if she's going to return, she has to show this. Like she has to show her real life. She has to address the fact that she's getting a divorce. And God, if if this rumor is true, then that is like what needs to happen in Beverly Hills to save it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, Beverly Hills is in that same category of Orange County where we're just like, we're so divided. It's literally like the election and everything we've been going through, like half the people are watching it, half the people are not. No matter what, everyone's talking about it and hating on it. And just like, I I don't really know what to think of it. I know it's not that exciting to me. Um, I want to go into a little bit of Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm telling you guys, like we're just going down the list for Bravo for you guys because I feel like uh, we've been talking about other things. So I really just wanted to just bravo it up. You know, we're going to get really deep into Salt Lake. But for Potomac, I want to say the reunion has been filmed in person. And Andy said it took 11 hours because these women, quote, did not come to play. I think Michael Darby is the gift that just keeps on giving. Giselle is so fucking messy. Mm -hmm. And here's my new thing. You guys, I think Karen is next with a divorce thing. (sighs) This is really freaking me out. We're going to talk about husbands, you guys. Let's talk about the husband. (laughs) Yeah, the Ray and Karen thing is another one that's like a dagger to my heart. But I don't, I I almost think like she thought this was going to be a storyline for herself. We're like, okay, yeah, Ray and I are going through a rough patch, whatever. And I don't think she knew the can she was opening and even when she like went on and like the life coach thing i don't think she was understanding how deep it went and then it was kind of like oh i just did this on camera and pandora's box like and ray just said he couldn't say if he loves me anymore like i i am so worried about them and i i love the black bill gates like i don't want them to divorce (laughs) (laughs) she used to be ray huger's wife and now i'm karen huger's husband like i think that statement said it all and i think this happens a lot on housewives where as the housewives come into their own they become a celebrity they have their own brand and it becomes something where then the the husbands are like well wait a second like you don't need me anymore right This is something that definitely happens in Housewives. Chelsea's on fire tonight. She's bringing all the valid points and giving me amazing transitions. You guys, we're going to talk about this on Salt Lake City because there's already, (laughs) I'm already seeing some vibes with Meredith's husband. You can't talk about being undersexed. Do you hear that as a wife? Girl, you better get your man. Get your man. He's going to go sniffing around that snow. I know. I... Say, and this is a perfect, that confessional right out of the gate with Meredith and her husband is a perfect example of they are new, new housewives. They are not PR trained. They are not playing the game. They don't even know there is a game to be played. And I loved him saying that and her like looking at him and him being like, well, we're going to be honest, right? Like, and I was just like, "Uh so good. Let's get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You guys, these women are fighting about college. (laughs) 
<laughs> she was a good time college girl. Like, oh, I wish I was a good time college girl. I wish I was Hannah, the hand job giver. I wish I was Betty, the blow job giver. Like, I can't with this. This is so funny to me. I'm like, we've been waiting for two years. And then what we're getting, you guys are fucking arguing about college. Girls pulling the whole Mariah, I don't know her card. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's Phaedra and Nini all over again. I knew you. We went to the same high school. You graduated way before me. I don't know you like that. Let's start with Jen Shaw. Chelsea, what do you think? I love her. Um, so I went to a question and answer like pre-party thing with her. And with Oh my God, housewives. I did not get invited to that. And if you ask me, I'm still bitter and pissed off like Vicky Gunvalson. <laughs> I was waiting for them to realize that they had accidentally invited me. Like the whole time I was waiting for them to be like, wait, um, sorry, you're not the one we thought we invited. Goodbye. So, but the best part is, so they, they were asking them like, which housewife do you think you're most like? And I have to say Heather Gay is like a Bravo-holic, which I love. Like, I love when housewives just admit, yes, I've watched the housewives before. But Jen, when they asked what housewife are you most like, her answer was, well, I'm me. And I was like, and just like that, a supreme rises. There she is. Like, she is meant for Bravo. Honestly, you guys, Heather is meant to do this like she is so good um she's fabulous she's already been on everyone is terrible she stopped by the podcast to say hi you guys here's the funny fucking thing about this whole thing i invited heather gay and lisa varlow to come on the podcast and they both came on and they were like hey guys everyone's terrible make sure to watch (laughs) the show and then i'm like putting their pictures together on instagram and then the whole time i'm now we're seeing they're like mortal enemies lisa's like i don't know her okay all i know is that she flashed everyone and heather's like how dare you i am not a hand job hannah i don't i'm not flashing uh, <laughs> what flashing the girl? francesca there we go i'm not flashing francesca i love her already i love how connected she is to the fans to the instagram accounts like i think that she is going to be a fan favorite in the way that like stephanie on dallas is or sonia on new york is like i think she really it comes very naturally to her and I think she's going to be a great addition I agree everything she said like I love rap music I love black men I love homosexuals and I'm just like my personal mantra (laughs) Meredith uh, has a son who is 21 he's a queen he's a power bottom his name is Brooks and he's scared of cows he's perfection So freaking funny. He's like, my mom is a housewife, but for real, like I'm on the show too. And Mm -hmm. I'm a housewife too. Mm -hmm. I love him. (laughs) I love him. We have deserved a good Brooks on Bravo. Like we we needed this. We earned it. Like finally a good one. I thought it was so funny. Like every, he's a scene, scene stealer. He is going to steal every scene. I loved the three of them. They're very like droll. They're like an SNL family. Like they're the way that they're like so monotone. And I loved them all going on this hike. And the dad's like, what should we listen to? And Brooks is just like, silence. I want him to come on the podcast, Queen, slay it every day. I expect lots of fabulous, snowy, cold weather outfits. So Brooke, Mm -hmm. come through, girl. He's banged all the husbands in Salt Lake City, honey. He knows (laughs) all the secrets. Um, I am scared about Meredith's husband now. There is like a scene where he walks out. You know, they're talking about being very undersexed already. The first freaking episode. 
So I'm worried about this, you guys. Like, I'm a very firm believer in, like, if you're not happy at home, you're going to go out looking for it. I think somebody said it on the show already. So I feel like this is going to come out. And I feel like the reality show curse is already, like, in effect. It's already, it's already waiting to strike. I know. I'm so worried. And, you know, I think this is a hot take because I've seen like, you know, pretty consistently Heather, um, Jen, Mary being favorites. But for me, Meredith kind of gives me that like Heather Holla Thompson voice of reason vibe where like I could see her having longevity as a housewife of being that kind of quiet, like, like not down to earth because she definitely isn't down to earth, but just like that kind of like, yeah, that kind of just like steady energy that's really needed and goes really, um, it's underappreciated on a franchise of just that voice of reason. So I liked her out of the gate. What does she look like? So is it Kyle? I saw someone, I'm sorry, I'm not giving you credit because I can't think of who posted it, but it was so spot on. They said if Kyle and Teddy had a love child, it would be Meredith. (laughs) Right. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) We have our, f- our first official nomination in the Salt Lake City franchise, and it goes to Whitney's dad's wig. <laughs> this is totally Chelsea's nomination. She brought it to me, so uh, I think she uh, must have been hearing the podcast when we, bra- when we nominated Brandy, Brandy Glanville's ponytail as most terrible, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea was like, you know what? I'm bringing, I'm bringing the wigs back, and uh, Steve, Whitney's dad, it was just not the business. Uh, Chelsea, let us know about this. It was as if a crow died on his head and he was like a an emo band character from like 2003. Like this is not the mood. And it it just, it's so disturbing to me. Like it is, it is so, it is so strange to see this man's like little emo fallout boy look. Oh my God. It was so like, Pete Wentz, like sugar, <laughs> yeah. we're going down, but he's like 55. <laughs> it was so weird. Um, I really liked Whitney. I didn't really get like, it's hard to show everything in one episode. So I don't think she had as much of like a dynamic first episode, but I certainly think that she's going to surprise us just because of that backstory. Like, I think when you first see her, you kind of think like innocent little schoolgirl, but then like, cause she has that little like Disney princess voice. But then I think this backstory really paints a picture. So I'm I'm excited to get to know her more. She looks like Madison from Southern Charm. Like they could be related, like they're sisters or something. Lisa Barlow is like, I don't know her to Heather Gay. I don't like how she did my my girl Heather, you know, talking about how she is like the good time girl in college. Guess what? I was that good time girl in college. (laughs) And look how I ended up. So uh, she's Mormon by choice, Jewish by descent. Vita tequila is what she owns. Lisa, I'm still waiting on my bottle. Mm -hmm. And now she's making vodka. And here's what I love about her. She is the fast food drive-thru queen. I'm like, who goes to three different drive-thrus to satisfy everybody (laughs) in the car? Freaking love you. I mean, honestly, that is, that there that's goals right there to just be like, yeah, we're gonna hit up every fast food joint in this town and we're all gonna be satisfied. And then last but not least, Mary. Oh everyone's like not being shy about it. They're like, I don't care who it is. It's freaking weird. (laughs) And then he comes on and makes it no better by saying, yeah, uh, she said, you know, if I die, I want you to marry one of my girls. I'm just like, this is so weird. I'm, I'm judging. I mean, I am straight up judging. Yeah, it is very disturbing. I'm going to call her grand Mary from this point on because she is literally her own grandmother. Like she is 
literally her own grandmother. And I, I just like the whole thing, I'm so glad they addressed it right out of the gate because that was my biggest concern before I knew that they were going to, as Bethany says, mention it all on this franchise. I was like, if this is not addressed, like what a miss. And Mary, I think has the potential to be like the biggest supervillain of all time on Bravo. And I really Ooh. hope she leans into it because there is such dark, chaotic energy about her that I'm like a stan already, honestly. Let's talk about the hospital smell. First of all, <laughs> I know exactly what the fuck she is talking about. Mm-hmm. The day that Salt Lake premiered, I had to go pick up my friend from the hospital because she had an eyelid surgery. And I went to go pick her up. And the first thing I said to her was, oh my God, I cannot wait for you to get home. You need to take a shower. She's like, why? I took one this morning at your house. And I said, no, girl, you smell like hospital. It's so gross. It like brings me memories. I think about my mom dying. Like Uh I've went through shit as a child with medical shit. I am terrified of hospitals. I am terrified of doctors. I don't go unless I'm dying. It's fucking terrible. I have such a bad phobia. I had a colonoscopy last year. Hi, too much information. Welcome to uh, Hollywood Leon's butt play talk. (laughs) I had a colonoscopy last year. And honestly, the IV and like all, it was just traumatizing. I'm just like, and my friend is like, this is nothing. It's a freaking colonoscopy. I've had brain surgery. And I'm like, I know, but it's just. (laughs) So I know exactly what Mary's talking about. The way she went about it was freaking hysterical. She was like, what do you want me to do? Her legs are amputated already. (laughs) Her doubling down because I totally get that. And I'm I'm sorry about your mom, by the way, but. Oh, you're um, so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. But, but she could have like there. This is what I love about her because, right, we always break down like, okay, there's a very simple way she could have gone about this of like, I am so sorry. I overreacted. It was so insensitive to your situation. I've gone through trauma and just smell that like, it just really triggers me. I couldn't control it in that moment, but it was so inappropriate. But of course she didn't do that because she's a housewife and she's a good one. And so she says, no, that bitch should have drank some water. Like what a horrible thing to say. And then she's like, who said that? Bring your friend over here. And then the friend comes over and she's like, get out of here. You're not a part of this. I was dying. I want the super villain edit. I want the Disney villain maniacal laughter. Like I want her to lean into this and just become our true chaotic queen. She's telling everyone to get over it about the marriage thing. She's like, get over it. People are just going to have to get over it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, we can't get over it just yet. Maybe we will. (laughs) But right now we can't get over it. Okay. So we're going to talk about it. It's so nice to go back to that like aspirational, unattainable lifestyle of like, Jen Shaw literally lives in a ski chalet. Like she has three assistants. What the fuck is a chalet? I don't know, but it sounds very fancy oh and it God. looks large. So I, I want it. I'll never I mean, have it. We heard Chateau Charay. We, we, <laughs> we've heard the Chateau and now the chalet is here. Fuck that sounds chic. <laughs> it does sound chic. So I just love that we're getting back to that totally unattainable, like peek behind the curtain lifestyle because I just like, I don't need to see Gina in Walmart. I don't. I don't need to see that in 2020. I'm sorry. That's us. Why would we want to watch ourselves? I could watch myself on the little camera in Walmart that's making sure I don't steal shit. Like, I don't need to see Gina doing it. Girl, I go to Target. I'm not that trashy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm a trashy bitch, so. Chelsea brought up such a good point. This is what started off everything. Us being these fans of these women that were 
rich. Mm -hmm. Salt Lake City, they're all fucking rich. So rich. And I love it. I love it. I love it too. And I cannot wait to hear about it. Let's move on to Southern Charmed. We're just going to briefly come by a drive-by shady shooting is what I'm going to call it. (laughs) I just literally like, I'm not interested in watching it. Like for the first time, I just don't care to watch. So I actually haven't watched it. Um, I just don't really like anybody like with all that. The thing I liked about it was that like girl power element with the girl click kind of like rising up against the good old boys. And now like they've gone. So it's like, okay, so now it's just a show of villains. And I always, people say I have a vendetta against Craig. I don't. But like everybody, like Craig is everybody's golden boy. But meanwhile, like he's going live on Instagram with Tommy Laren. Like I just, I just don't want to watch what? any of it. Oh yeah, that you didn't hear crazy it? bitch Tommy. Are you kidding me? Him and Austin went went live on Instagram with Tommy Laren two separate times. Oh, I fucking hate her. She is she on is- the terrible list every week. She is literally the devil. Now half the girls are gone. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. you think I want to look at Danny's face the whole fucking season? No, thank you. And Madison, I think she's a star, but she's totally using Austin to be on the show. Like, she doesn't even fucking like him. You know who's most terrible, too, of the week is Patricia because she's over here trying to break Madison and, and, and Austin up so she could be with John Pringle. I'm just like, what is this? What is this? What, is, what are we watching here? This is weird. This is déclassé, okay? But it's just not enough for me. So it's come down to that time of the show where we've talked about everyone terrible. You know, we started off with a little keeping up the Kardashian drama. Larsa is very parched. So if you have any water, please send some to her. Uh, Preferably diamond water from Shaws of Sunset because I saw it at Ross the other day for 99 cents. So uh, it's come to that time. We've talked about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We talked about Erica Jane. We've nominated Whitney's dad's wig for most terrible. We nominated... Tom's frosted tips from the 90s for most terrible. Lots of tongue-in-cheek recommendations, you know, because we are in such a good mood with Salt Lake City. Like, we don't want to be hateful. We don't want to be terrible. We're happy, okay? Joe Biden won the election. (laughs) Chelsea, who is your official most terrible of the week? My official most terrible of the week is Mary, who I love, but her looking into the camera lens and saying that Jen's aunt needed to drink a little bit more water was one of the most terrible things I have ever witnessed in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your most terrible, Ian? I know she's going to get mad at me because she's one of my new friends, but Uh my most terrible for the week is going to have to go to Lisa Barlow because of how she did Heather. Mm. How she did Heather, you know? She was like, she was the good time Sally and I don't know her. And you know the rules. Only Mariah Carey can be like, I don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa, I'm still waiting for my bottle of tequila, so. Yeah, me too, Lisa, please. Mary, that was so wrong, so terrible, and so funny. Keep it coming, you love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, do you have anything to add? I know, like, we talked about a lot of things. Like, uh, you know, we haven't talked about the new cast member on Beverly Hills. Her name is Crystal Minkoff. Like, her husband directed The Lion King. Like, Once we get more news, we're going to talk about it. Like, what do I have to say about it now? Her and Kathy Hilton look like the new lesbian couple that's moving in. Kathy Hilton being Melissa Etheridge and Crystal being the new lipstick lesbian wife because that video that they did for Bravo TV, you know what? I'm going to roll the clip. We've been talking about it and we kind of made this decision together, sort of. And we're really excited to be part of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. 
That is a very strange dynamic. I'm excited for both of them. They're both like rich, rich talking about that aspirational lifestyle, but that is a very strange, 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 strange video. Oh my God. I love Kathy Hilton. Like, I feel like she is going to rip Kyle's ass so good and I can't wait to watch it. so excited to watch Kyle Richards spiral and have to go back to the role of being the little sister. Like I cannot, I am relishing in the thought of it. I mean, we've brought it up so many times, you know, you are drunk, a liar, and an alcoholic. And Kim is like, Kathy would never do this. <laughs> Kathy would have my back. Well, now we're going to see it. I think it's going to be epic. Epic. If you want to be part of the community, if you want to support the show, make sure to click the Instagram bio. On both of my Instagrams, Hollywood Leon and Everyone is Terrible Pod, there's a link in the bio. Just click it. Click it. You can give a bitch a dollar, okay? It helps out so fucking much. You go to Starbucks, you go spend $2 on a McDouble at McDonald's, throw a couple dollars to this bitch over here so uh, I can get my own McDoubles. Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on. One of my favorite Bravo accounts, she does lives. Chelsea, thank you so much. What do you want to promote, babe? Thank you for having me on. I need to have you back on my live. Um, so just, yeah, follow me at Ono Bravo on Instagram. I do lives Fridays and Sundays, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. The comment section, like, is where it's at. I can only say, like, one out of every three comments because I don't want to get sued. Um, and I do. I have a new Patreon. Um, the link is in my bio. But I am starting Atlanta from season one and doing a rewatch and covering that. So head over there and check it out. Oh, my God. We will see you guys next week. Make sure to follow me on all the things at Hollywood Leon. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We are on everything. Support us. Love us. We'll see you next week, terrible kids. Bye.